Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Real Booze Wives. So between a Hulu Nightline special, Rolling Stone, and The Collider, there's an onslaught of articles that are crystallizing and combining the stories of alcohol abuse being highlighted on television and downfalls on Real Housewives. And if you think about it, I think it's been reported that there are like 150 to 175 housewives. So I personally think at least 10 that have had a brush with the law, a DUI, been arrested, uh, blacked out, something that really was drastic. So allegedly at least five to 10 percent of housewives have relapsed or had some stressful experience culminating in the abuse of alcohol. Do we honestly believe that these 10 to 20 women would have had this same heightened peak and crash 
with a not on reality television. I can personally tell you that I know of at least 10 housewives that have taken antidepressants, anti-anxiety, something to take the edge off as a result of being on the show because the pressure is so great. The pressure to look like you have money, the pressure to have a storyline, the pressure of fame, the pressure of battling your skeletons coming out of the closet, the pressure of other people constantly talking about you, sleepless nights, trips that are like a pressure cooker designed for conflict so women can really get into it and then recover. Reunions that people come out of and say that they felt like they went through a war. Women are dehydrated, exhausted, and need days to recover from these reunions where you rehash these manufactured conflicts that you would never have entered into were you not on the housewives. The money is too tempting. The fame is too tempting. But at the end, there's a pot of gold for some, for the very few that fight their way to the top and make it out alive. The rest are just casualties of the Real Housewives atmosphere. So when Andy is asked about the reality reckoning and responds with, I'm just focusing on the joy, that's a bag of bullshit because there's no other reason why Bravo and Shed would be putting out all these statements about implementing psychological professionals and measures and tests and alcohol control, etc. And as Leah McSweeney said in Nightline, even bars designed for profit to sell alcohol stop someone when they've exceeded a reasonable amount of alcohol consumption. But on the housewives, which is not a legal workplace, excessive alcohol consumption by people that are known addicts in the environment is a positive. Everybody gets excited when the addict falls off the wagon, gets wasted, does something stupid and crazy, because in this upside down, that's a positive. That's performing well at work. And now this toothpaste is out of the tube. The genie is out of the bottle and we've opened Pandora's box and I'm sorry, not sorry. So yeah, if biting the hand that fed us, that hand deserves to be bitten. In thinking about the housewives and like Kyle and Mauricio's breakup or Doreed and PK and what's going on with them or all of this, I was talking to my therapist about, in my adult career, I was raised in an environment where you have to mention it all. You don't really have a private life. Kyle cannot not talk about what's going on with her and Mauricio. She doesn't have that option. Dorit cannot talk about her relationship with PK. Uh, The girl on the new show, I saw something about like she had to talk about her boyfriend now. She's on a reality show. She cannot not talk about her relationship with her, her guy or... Anyone, like literally Nini, who you're dating, it's it's what they've signed up for. And, and Nini's not even on reality TV anymore. But I was thinking, I was talking to my therapist and she said, you are trained in an environment where you have to share your entire private life and you don't live in that environment anymore. And it's funny because when I talk about deprogramming from that and how that desensitizes you from normalization, how you think things are normal that aren't, and it's the upside down, how something happens and you just know that it would be great for the cameras. Where are the cameras? Like, 
and you want to capture it or save it for the cameras or someone else does something that you know they did privately and you really feel that it's unfair that they're not bringing it into the show because you're being forced to bring in whatever you're doing into the show. The producers might say, you have to talk about this thing that happened and Jane is sleeping with her, you know, best friend's husband and you know about it and you're being like held to a standard that they're not because maybe they're better at sleuthing or, and it all comes to the surface. And I left that environment and in no area of my life, whether it's my daughter or my relationship or my health or my aging or anything, I don't owe anyone anything. I don't have to tell anyone anything about my life. And I think we live in this world even on social media where like people have followers, they may not be famous, but they are speaking to an audience. We feel like we have to, you know, tell people about our lives. Where's Paul? Or when does Bryn see her dad? You know, wh- like what, what, what do they think? I'm going to post Bryn and her dad on my social media. Like it's my responsibility to let them know what our custody schedule is. How much time does, Br- how much time does Bryn spend with her dad? You're out of your fucking mind. When's the last time you fucked your husband? Like, you think you're going to come in my social media and say something like that to me? I'll, you're just blocked. Like, you, you're. it's like, who the fuck do people think they actually are? Like, they're going to come into my social media and, like, say that to me. Someone yesterday was like, I'm distracted because of the f- piece of food on your mouth. I had a tiny piece of seaweed, like tiny. I didn't even see it. Fuck you. I can have whatever I want in my mouth. I can rub chocolate all over my face and post a video in my own house because I'm a very rare breed of people who post on social media what I want to post. I'm making an ice cream cake in my kitchen in pajamas, haven't washed my hair, and uh, I've been in bed for three days, and I have a piece of ice cream or a sprinkle on my nose. It's my own fucking prerogative, and it's my own body, my own ice cream, my own sprinkle, my own post, my own choice. (laughs) Why don't you post your daughter more on here? What? Like, everybody feels entitled to everybody else's information. Someone's on television. Now they're supposed to tell you everything about themselves. Now, when I put myself and my ex on a reality show about our relationship, you bit damn fucking right you want to know because I dragged you in. I brought you in. I brought you to a fairy tale wedding. I, I thought, told you everything was, per- you know, perfect. Then it started to unravel and I felt a responsibility to tell you everything was un- imperfect. I didn't even have to do that. I felt some legal obligation because I brought you in that I had to bring you out. You know, like J-Rod are perfect. They're perfect. They're perfect. They're perfect. Then they break up and they want privacy. And it feels like you brought us in. So now you got to take us out. Megan, I always bring up Megan Fox because every day they were gushing over their love and they were sharing blood and they were making out and it was, they were one person. One day something happened with infidelity or something happened. I don't know if they're together anymore. They went dark. They may not even be celebrities anymore. I mean, they just went into a cave. Something went on with the two of them. They went totally dark. And, but, you know, even having a publicist, well, you know, and mine's great. Like, well, you're going to have to say something. I got like 10 phone calls today. Okay, so what? I don't want to talk about Bryn. I don't want to talk about my custody schedule. I don't have to say anything. You know what I mean? Like things go on and you can just choose what version of public or private you want to be. You don't have to talk about anything. Talk, talk about the food on your mouth. You can be a private person, even if you're public or or a social media person, or even in your own neighborhood, in your own cul-de-sac, at your own country club. It's very empowering to just like not talk about what you don't want to talk about and have whatever private life you want to have and do what you want to do and don't. 
it's, it's only when you get really hypocritical that people get bothered. Like you're asking someone else to share their information or you told everyone it was perfect and ne- or you pretended you were perfect. You pretended you were perfect or you pretended you were so kind and so nice and so loving and wonderful. Then if you're not kind and loving and wonderful, they're going to fucking come after you. It's just interesting what people's expectations are of you, what entitlement they have to you. Everybody is now public property because they're posting about themselves. So where's the line? Another interesting thing about becoming desensitized to what's normal, I never liked having a crew in my house. And now what happens is they set up tape and everything in your house like to stay for part of the season sometimes because they know they're going to keep shooting or they're going to be in one room a lot so they just keep their setup there. And what happens when they're shooting in your house is an entire couple of trucks come and the leanest it could ever be if you're a psychopath and like you're having a, a, like a, a like a china party of crystal and you wanted no extra footprints, the smallest it could ever be would be a producer, a sound person, two camera people, and like probably like five people. But like on a real normal shoot, there could be 12 people like in and out of your house or in your driveway or things get scratched. People are like laying down on floors to try to watch on the small screen, like inside what they call Video Village. And I never liked it in the beginning. I tolerated it more. But in the beginning, it wasn't as big of an ordeal. Like there weren't budgets like there are now. So that, I mean, this got Beverly Hills has to be shot like a Coca-Cola commercial now. Now you see those interviews and they're usually usually done in another studio. In New York, they are. Probably on Beverly Hills, they set up a room or a green screen in a room in a backdrop and you just like go in your makeup in there. But like, it's a lot in your house. And recently I did something on Nightline and there were literally two, one to two camera people one sound person and two producers on my property, I was like, I had hives. They did nothing wrong. They were invited to be here. I don't like someone coming into my space and I feel totally violated and invaded when a camera crew's at my house, even though they're here because I asked them to be. And it's because I have PTSD from housewives for so long. Like my daughter's home and like she's growing up in a world and it was so infrequently. It maybe happened her whole life two, three times where she walks into the house and there's a camera crew everywhere. Like I felt violated for her. Like she's trying to walk in and there are people everywhere that she doesn't know. She has to do like a nice fake smile and be polite and like everyone's everywhere and the dogs are shaking and nervous because it's a whole thing. And like I didn't like the way it felt. It made me feel bad. It really, really did. It made me feel bad. It's just another one of those things you guys wouldn't know about shooting a show like The Housewives, that you can have 12 people inside your house two to three times a week. And they're lovely people and they're nice. Or you're just like not, you you're, you just had bad news. You're in a bad mood. Someone just died. You have your period. You had a bad business call. And like, you've got to be nice to everybody because they're in your home. And like, you know, and, and they feel bad too. They don't want to intrude any more than you want them to intrude. They feel like they have to creep around. It's the worst for them. It's just a very strange dynamic, and I don't miss that. Okay, I'm a big fan of Cozy Earth. Who doesn't love bed sheets that feel like butter? Oh, my God, they're delicious. They make you feel special. They make you feel rich. They make you feel clean. They make you feel refreshed. The sheet sets are to die for. They fit my bed perfectly, and they wash like a dream. Travel-friendly and hassle-free, Cozy Earth's bedding comes in adorable totes 
making it the perfect companion for your adventures near and far. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use my code Bethany, B-E-T-H-E-N-N-Y, at checkout to get 35% off. Whoa! And let them know that I sent you after you check out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. (laughs) Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Another thing about Housewives is the difference in the relationships you'll have with Housewives off the show. There's nothing on the table. There's no competition. There's nothing charged. There's no one who's got Andy's ear more than you or the other. There's no like avoiding talking about secret topics that only people that are on a show can know. There's no like 
what talk you know you can't talk about the money you got or the opportunities you got or where you went or what was sent to you for free because everybody's always like grabbing and competing and people can pretend on different casts it can be salt lake it can be beverly hills it can be wherever and i know people on all those shows and they all will talk about what they got what someone else didn't get they're in the middle they got to sit next to andy the others didn't get invited to go on the trip to go to another country only me like Every housewife is the same. Every. And they all just really are in this other constant competition, even if it's not overt. It's subtle. There's something very subtle about it. And it goes on with everyone everywhere. And it's all consuming. If you go out to dinner with multiple people from the housewife sphere or the reality TV like that sphere, it's 80% of what's talked about. It's just too tempting. And... Everybody who's talking, obviously, the other person. It happened at our big dinner in L.A. There was a housewife there, and she was talking about plot lines going on. And Jenny Garth was sitting there and had no idea what she was talking about. I didn't know what she was talking about. Um, But she was in the bubble. So she thought that we all knew what she was talking about. No one knew what she was talking about. Literally, no one knew what she was talking about. And she was going on for a while, like in a housewife way of like, no, and it's ridiculous because I did that and they did that. And that's what's going to happen. And I said this and we I was just like, you were talking another language. It's a world unto itself. It's like, it's strange that everyone in that environment, cult-like environment, thinks that everyone else knows what's going on with them. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 